For Spurs fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Tottenham videos and podcasts, download the free Coys app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good evening. Here we are, international break. And as you can see, football <laughs> rep, a bit of international football shirt tonight. <laughs> killed me if I didn't put the old Columbia top on. So, welcome to another episode of the Come On You Spurs podcast. As you know, there's no, been no Spurs game just recently, but we thought we'd take this opportunity tonight to look at the season we've got lying ahead of us and look at our remaining games and see how we think things pan out for the rest of the season. So, at the moment, we'll go through each of those games and tell you what you think. But first, I'm going to introduce my panel for tonight. So joining me as always are regulars. So Ryan, Ryan, how have you been this week, my friend? Bored, Carl. I've been very, <laughs> very, very bored. I hate international breaks. I hate watching these pointless friendlies to see our star man play against Switzerland and Ivory Coast. It's, it is, I'm just bored now. This, this Sunday can't come quick enough. But obviously happy to be back on the Poise.com show so we could talk some more football. Yeah, definitely, definitely enjoying him, Ryan, tonight. As always, he's regular, bringing the energy. Patrick, how have you been this week, mate? Yeah, yeah I'm really good, man. Like Ryan said, uh, a bit of a crackling or got thing. But yeah, like Ryan said, I'm um, annoyed that this... Um, sorry, is it me? One second. Is that is that better? Or, no, it's still crackling, isn't it? It's still crackling like, a bit, but yeah. we can hear you, mate. We can hear you. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, annoyed that just as we were going to momentum... Then we had a, like a span of foam in the works. I uh, just want the football to come back as soon as possible. Newcastle on the weekend, looking forward to that. And obviously, I'm looking forward to chopping up with you guys. So, yeah, man, bring it on. Good stuff, good stuff. And joining Patrick and Ryan tonight, making his debut on the Coys podcast, or second debut, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely on YouTube, it's his full debut on screen. Jacob, how have you been, my friend, this week? Yeah, I've been good, Cole. Just uh, like I mirror what the boys have been saying. I've just been bored. You know, I don't really. I only like watching England in tournaments, and then you know the only thing I worry about is you know we've got the momentum, and I'm just watching our players and just making sure that there's no niggles or no injuries. So it's just one of those. It's good to be on the show because it breaks up the international break for me, knowing that I can at least talk about what's coming up at the weekend. And going forward yeah. as well. Yeah, it's definitely like that horrible thing, isn't it? Of international break brings along those worries. Son's gone hundreds of miles away, so we know he'll have trouble when he comes back with a little bit of tiredness. We're all looking at Kane and thinking, oh God, please don't go down. We're looking at all those important players right now, saying, now is not the time to pick up an injury. Please don't anyone get injured. But enough about the international football, because as we've said, that is boring, even more so when they're friendlies. So let's get into what tonight is all about. And we're going to look ahead to the remaining games we've got left in our battle for top four. Obviously, coming off the back of our first successive wins against West Ham, the last win, that was great. Brighton before that, then West Ham at home. And I think that West Ham game was a real big win for us. At home, they've kind of enjoyed coming to our place recently, but that got that win-lose, win-lose streak off our backs. So, Ryan, how big do you think that West Ham result could be, mate? Well, I think it would be bigger if we didn't have to take this break now. I think it would have been perfect to go into the rest of the game. Like I say, it's, 
it's, it's just all up in the air now with this international break with, like say, Sonny flying away to South Korea, Benton Core and Romero going to South America. They're all putting the miles in. But when a London derby should always give you the boost that you need. And like I say, West Ham are a bit of a bogey team for us at our ground since they've been coming to the new stadium. So it's nice to get the win, obviously. They are they're always loud, aren't they, the West Ham fans? When they're doing well and we're not doing well, that's that's all you tend to hear from West Ham fans. But just just to get the win and a convincing win as well. It wasn't it wasn't a didn't watch like a difficult game. We had the momentum throughout the game, so it was nice to put in a performance like that against a decent team. They are, they are a decent team. You saw that against Seville in the Europa League, and obviously that benefited us against West Ham with the tiredness and the extra time you had on that Thursday. But as long as we get no injuries now, no injuries, no silly stuff happening, we should... We should be all right because I do think we've got the fixtures that benefit us. I think we've got the best running. So as long as the lads come back unscathed, happy, ready to crack on for the club, then we could get anywhere. Yeah, Patrick, that that win against West Ham really lifted the morale around the club, didn't we? It was a great atmosphere that day. It was a really good win against them because, like I say, they're not a bad side. Yes, all right, they had the Europa League game in the week, but, you know, I mean, the commentators kept making us know about that game and constantly saying, well, this and this could go against West Ham. But we just played, we played really well, didn't we? And and it was a, convinc- it was a convincing win in the end, wasn't it? There could have been more. Yeah, it was convincing. And it's funny how the narrative changes when West Ham are playing, because when we played that whole Thursday, Sunday cycle, no one cared. And it was always against, you know, like when we had to play, I know obviously they played in the Europa League against a very good team, but we've been doing that for years and no one battered an eyelid. When we were playing conference league games and then having to play on Sunday, no one battered an eyelid as well. So it's just funny how things change depending on how they want it to look for the, you know, for their respective team. But we were comfortable throughout, could have scored more. Um they were quite fortunate as well. I don't know how Michael Antonio stayed on the pitch. He literally left like, an elbow on Dyer and he was nowhere near the ball. Clearly didn't go for the ball. I don't know how that wasn't looked at by VAR and he's given a straight red card for that. But yeah, I mean, the midfield, we can, I think we just bossed all areas of the game. We controlled defensively. We looked comfortable. Um, I don't remember Hugo Lloris really having much to do, if I'm being honest. Um, midfield, we 100% bossed that. Ben Tanker ran the whole show. And if you actually look at the levels, he, uh, Declan Rice is a brilliant player, but Ben Tanker looked a lot smoother and a lot better out there than um, than Declan Rice. So that shows how nicely he's slotting in. And then our front three was causing them all sorts of problems. So a really convincing win, to be fair. At 2-1, it was still could go either way because obviously if they get a goal, no matter how well we're bossing the game, they're right back in it. But 3-1, game over and... Yeah, we, you know, no one could turn around and say we didn't deserve it, which was good. So, um, yeah, really good win against a very good team. And also it was something that we needed to like really, you know, give us that momentum and push. And it was a six-pointer as well. So they're not out of it because there's still enough games for any, for them to catch any of the teams. But really and truly, that's a massive dent in their run. And it obviously gives us that nice little boost. Yeah, Jacob, like I say, it is a big win, isn't it? Because although obviously the international break comes around right now, 
it, it, you know, going into that on the back of a defeat or a really poor performance would have just kind of deflated everyone, wouldn't it? So, mm-hmm. although we're in the international break, that result kind of gives everyone that little spring in their step, don't they? Thinking, right, Newcastle at home next. So, yeah, let's get everyone back. And now the top four pushes really on, isn't it? That's it, yeah. So, like, I mirror what uh, Pat says because, you know, when, when Tottenham were in the Europa League or the Champions League, it was always like, oh, yeah, they're going to lose at the weekend. But for me, fair enough, West Ham were tired. But I also think that for once in in a long time, if, if ever, West Ham have played Spurs and... They're, they're in the same bubble as us, do you know what I mean? Because normally they're either fighting relegation or they've got nothing to play for in the season. So that's why it becomes their cup final because they've got nothing going on for sort of 10 games. Then it's Tottenham and, you know, if you beat them, you spoil them getting in the top four, you spoil them mounting a title challenge. So, you know, I think West Ham mentally, I don't think they went into this game like they normally did, because they're kind of thinking, well, we need to beat Tottenham rather than, oh, you know, if, if, if we beat Tottenham, it's banter. So, you know, all the excuses about the Europa League, that's what that's what you've got a squad for. And, you know, if it was the other way around and we're in the Europa League, I don't think we'd be using it as an excuse. We'd just say it was a terrible result. But, um, yeah, we needed to win that because it's a, it's, a, it's a London derby. We all know what West Ham like to do, but it's just as important as, you know, any other London derby. They're the biggest games for us. Um but, you know, like, like we said, now we come out of the international break, it's, they're, they're all cup finals. You know, every game, you, we could be playing Burnley, Leicester, North London derby, it don't really bother me. I don't care how we play. As long as we get that result, um, you know, it's pretty much us against Arsenal. United are still in there. West Ham, like Pat said, are still in there. But I just think that, that West Ham uh, result will galvanise. I think if we drew that or somehow lost it, it doesn't matter. I'd, I'd, to be anything, we'd, we'd all be relieved that it was the international break, wouldn't we? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. just one of those where we need to just use that as a result. I know everyone's going to come back. So after, after the team are going to be tired. Half of them are going to, you know, the momentum's not going to be there as much as it would be if we played the following week. But I think, you know, playing Newcastle, Newcastle will kind of feel that they're safe. And I just hope that the players can be remembering the, the, the fact, the feeling of beating West Ham and just take it into the next game. Yeah, definitely. It's really key. I mean, let's start looking at the games we've got left then. And obviously that starts this this weekend against Newcastle at home. So what's everyone thinking about this game? I mean, I've got this down as a, as a home win for us. I think we'll go into this, come off the international break. And obviously that is touch wood that we get everyone back from that international break unscathed as such. But obviously, the team is pretty settled now, isn't it? So, for me, I think this goes down as a, as a win. I can see us getting the result. Ryan, what, how are you feeling Feeling confident about this game against Newcastle? Yeah, yeah. Like like Jacob's just said, they're, <clears throat> they're starting to get in the realms of safety now, aren't they? They're not as deep down in them relegation areas as they were. So, they're a bit more relaxed they're obviously in good form as well, so they'll be coming a bit more confident, maybe come out at us a bit more. Because like, I don't think it really matters who we play, to be honest. Our, our approach to the game is always the same. We, the, the main threat we've got is the counter-attack. So if the likes of St. Maximan are playing and want the ball, that should benefit us more than if he's not. If we have the majority of possession, that's when we usually struggle to break the teams down and 
They've obviously got the big man, Dan Byrne, who's putting up trees for Newcastle at the minute. He's playing wonderful for Newcastle. So it is, it'll still be a diff, uh, difficult game. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but I think we've just got too much firepower up front. I don't think that in the form he's in in the league at the minute, there isn't there ain't a team or defence who can stop Harry Kane at the minute. And then when he's, when he's firing, whether Sonny plays well or not, and you're still finding the back of that net. So when them two are informed together, linking up, it's, it's going to be a problem for anyone we play now this season. Because with them two on form, if we had this for majority of the season, I think top four could probably be wrapped up by now if we had those two playing like they were last season, a couple of seasons ago. But we've got them now, make the most of it, and hopefully we can start off well against Newcastle. But I'm same as you, Carl. I'm, I'm giving a nod to the home winning that one. Good stuff. So, Patrick, the last few times Newcastle have come, they have caused us problems um, with the results. But again, that, as, as Ryan said there, that alludes to the fact that they've come previously earlier in the season where they've come looking just to kind of get away with a point if they can or nick something late on. The fact that they've kind of improved and although, you know, mathematically they're not safe, their form would suggest that they're probably the team that are going to keep themselves out of that relegation fight. I think they will come and be a little bit more open and, and that, that should suit us, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should. Um, I, I believe they'll come to play. Eddie Howe's not going to set up as a low block, you know, stifling, defensive, boring type of game and just try and frustrate us and then nick one. They'll try and play football. They've got some good players in that team um, and that will suit us comfortably. I mean, there's a perception that we're just a counter-attacking team, but a lot of our goals are actually played from building up from the back, passing the ball around. It doesn't work on one side. We start again, go back, and then we, we build up from the other side. So we can hit teams with just more than one style of goal. Um, and I think, yeah, realistically, we should be beating Newcastle. I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. I just believe that we've got, yeah, firepower and quality in the midfield to get the job done. So, um, you you know, it'll be a tough game. You've got to respect every team you play, but I'm 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 confident that we'll get the win on a, on Sunday. Good start. And Jacob, how are you feeling about this game? Are you confident given, like I say, Newcastle under how they won't come and be that boring side that they were under Steve Bruce? Are, are you confident of a home win this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I think it's for us. You know, it, I think I think we'll win. It'd be a lot more cagier than we most think, but you know, you know we all know that. Top, being a Tottenham fan, every game is going to be cagey. It's just, it's always tense. The minute the whistle goes for me anyway, it's tense. It doesn't matter who we're playing. We grew, we're playing Morecambe and it was tense. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, it's one of those where um, I think we'll get the win. I think like Ryan alluded to, we've got uh, probably more firepower. And I think I think Newcastle would give it a go because, you know, if I was Eddie Howe, I'd be saying, look, you know, no matter who we play in the next sort of nine, ten games, all we need to do is make sure that, you know, we win one and draw one and we're safe in the Premier League. So they're just going to take every game the same way, I think, and just attack it. Because if they, whether they play Tottenham or they play, you know, any other team in the league, they're, they're, they're thinking one more win and we're safe, considering you've got, like, you know, Watford and Norwich that are already down pretty much. Um, Leeds and Everton are probably fighting for that last bit along with, uh, with Burnley. So they'll just be looking at it thinking one more win. So I think that'll play into our hands. Um, you know, we're a counter-attacking side, but then I think even if Newcastle let us have all the ball, I think we're very keen on form. I think Son going away on international duty might actually do him a favour because, it, fair enough, he's still playing football, but 
but he's playing football for South Korea, scoring goals, whereas he knows himself that even though he's been scoring goals here and there, he hasn't been the same Sonny for us. So I think, you know, two weeks away with the national team, seeing his family and friends and that back in South Korea, will probably do him a favour. And I think he'll get, he'll get on the score sheet at the weekend. So that's a full house all round then. So that, that's three points in the bag. Famous last words, as Spurs fans say, but that one should be all right. So then after that, we face a tough away game against a team that are kind of, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from them at the moment. And that's then we go away to Aston Villa. So, Patrick, how are you feeling about that one away? Obviously, you've got Coutinho, you've got Ollie Watkins to look out for. And like I say, at the moment with Villa, you don't know what you're going to get with them. They can either be very good or pretty poor. How are you feeling about that one away from home? Well, I just hope that they do exactly what they did against Arsenal and roll over. So, you know, like... It annoyed me because I predicted that um, Villa would get something out of that game because they are a good team on their day. And I thought Arsenal going there would be tough. You know, they had um, Arsenal had some players out. Villa had a full house. Uh, they, they were in decent form, good manager in Steven Gerrard. And they literally just rolled over and did F all into the, the last, like, 93rd or 94th minute. So I'm hoping we get that same Villa and um, we pretty much put them to the sword because Arsenal should have scored more goals, to be fair. Um so, yeah, Villa away, it's a tricky one, like you said, Carl, because they are a good team on their day. And obviously, they've got dangerous players, Coutinho, Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins, uh, Rendia. You know, they've got players. Ramsey's a good player as well. They do have good players there. Their keeper, Emi Martinez, is also good. Their defence is questionable for me. I don't like their centre-backs and, you know, they, they can be got at. But again, I don't see why that shouldn't be anything other than a win. Just got to, just as long as our defense doesn't do anything stupid, we'll win all these games, in my opinion, apart from the toughies, which we'll talk about. So, as long as our defense is switched on, watches for runners, watches for you know, uh, tricky through balls, uh, Danny Ying's running in behind, Bobby Watkins trying to bully people, we should win this game. I won't say comfortably, but we should win this game. Yeah, right, Ryan, what how are you feeling about this game? What, what, what do you think? Is this, is this another win, or, or could this be one where we stumble? No, I'm, I'll give it another W for us, but I am, I'm the same as Pat. I mean, uh, Villa just they were dead against Arsenal. I was I was confident that Villa could take points off them for us. Same, I was same. same same as the Palace game they put coming up same next. Arsenal. That's it's. Um, I'm hoping Palace don't do the same. I'm hoping they can do something. But if if we get if they give us a performance like that, then it, I think we like say with Kane and Son, Kulusevski, we'll kill we, them. Yeah, yeah, easy. You could see three or four going past yeah. them, but I think the best thing going against Villa is if we get an early goal. Because like I say they have got the players as well. They are they are going to come out the same as Newcastle. They won't show fear because it's Tottenham. It's not we're not like that at the minute. It's not like it was in the Pochettino season where we dominated most teams. But an early goal against Villa, the heads might go down. The crowd might go a little bit quiet. Obviously, like they're not playing for anything either. They they just they're just pushing games away now. They're just waiting to get this season done. So I will go for another W. And like I say, I, I do see us getting quite a big score against them. To be honest, lovely, confident. And Jacob, how about yourself? What, what are you feeling for this game at Villa? Yeah, it's a tricky one. Like you say, if you, if you look here on paper and look at the form thus far. You would say us, but for me, I'm a, I'm a sort of fan that goes, uh, 
game by game. You know, it's one of them ones I could, I could, I looked at the fixtures and I sat there with a notepad just figuring out, you know, what sort of points would we get Arsenal, Man United and all that. But then you kind of think, well, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, we've sat there with games in hand and we're looking at it and we're at home to Wolves and Southampton respectively. And you're thinking, well, at least, you know, even if something goes wrong, we'll get four points out of that and we've got none. So it's, it's, uh, it's a tricky one, but if we were to go how it should be, I think if we were to get um, a decent result on Newcastle, or just a win at least, then it just depends what Villa turn up because they're very black and white at the minute. But they, I don't think it's anything to do with their team. It's just players turning up. You know, they've got Jacob Ramsey, who's arguably young player of the season. You've got Coutinho, who's in and out. But we all know that if he decides he wants to have a good game, I don't care if he's playing Man City, he'd probably have a good game. Um, you've got Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings, who ain't really scoring goals. The, the thing with Villa, they haven't got many goals in them like this season. Like Ollie Watkins, I think, is their top goal scorer with seven this season. And then after that, it's Jacob Ramsey with six. I don't even think Danny Ings is... I think he's got three or four. So I think it, um, if, we, if our defence keeps it solid and... You know, don't make any mistakes, and we we keep the same sort of back five, so they can gain understanding game by game. Then I think with those two games, you know, whether they're cagey or not, I think we come out of them both with Ws. But then it's Tottenham; anything could happen. Yeah, well, yeah. I've got us down as two games at one point, and Villa is the first of my games where I think we end up dropping points, and Villa actually get the win. But oh. but. Those who followed us the last stream we did will realise that I tipped Spurs to lose at Brighton and West Ham. So that's not a bad thing, <laughs> me tipping Spurs not to get a point. So, like I say, for me, that's one of two games where I think we slip up and lose the game, unfortunately. So that's Villa away. Then we're back at the lane with Brighton at home after that. So, Jacob... What are you going for here? What do you think about this one? Now, I've got this one down as a home win. Mm. I think we beat Brighton comfortably away from home. We then beat them nicely in the cup at home. And I think that will be a hat-trick for the season where we'll get this win over the line. Because I think Brighton have kind of blown, blown their bit this season. I think they're now just on easy street to the end of the season. Um, they've got no goals in them. So, for me, I put this down as a home win. So... Jacob, what about you, mate? What are you going for, Brighton at home? Yeah, yeah. If, if there's any fixtures in the ones we've got remaining that I'm confident that we'll win, regardless of the situation that we're in, I think Brighton's the one because they put the season to bed ages ago. They're not scoring goals. They've got one or two players that will be having their heads turned. You know, you'll have people like Basuma be thinking, you know, can I get a move? Um, Neil Mopay's been touted for a couple of moves here and there. They're not exactly, you know, top six sides, but. It's a sideward step that might benefit him in the future. Um, you've got Danny Welbeck that, you know, one minute he's injured, next thing he's not. So I, I think there's a lot of animosity that no one really talks about at Brighton because there's a lot of players that will probably look at it thinking, do I really want to stay for another season? You know, I don't think there's too many players in that team, given the season that they've had, that are feeling that they're lucky to be at Brighton. They'll be, they'll be all looking at Brighton as a platform. And, you know, even the boss himself, Graham Potter, there could be a team out there that'd be looking out for him to move. So he might even be considering his options. So I think with everybody thinking on that wavelength, we've got something to play for big time in terms of getting Champions League football. So I think that if there's any game in that whole pile that I've looked at and thought, you know, if someone gave me 
Tottenham going to win here. Be that one. Yeah, Ryan yeah, for, yeah. for the Brighton at home, one mate. Uh, I'm, this is me. This is the Tottenham fan that's going to get destroyed after this because I'm going for nine points with these first three games. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's the problem. Do you know? Do you know? I, I'm. I'm, I'm as unconfident as I am confident with saying that we're going to get nine points out of these three games. I think uh, uh, the Brighton one shouldn't. Again, I think we've been fallen very lucky to start playing here. Beside Newcastle, who are still in that relegation fight, game Villa and Brighton after that is it is just two teams waiting for the end of the season, planning for next season. Just the only issue you have with them is this is probably the time where they try new things, try different tactics, maybe bring a different player in somewhere who's been waiting for game time, wants to shine. It's that's the only problem you see stuff like that, but. No, I'm I'm confident in them first three games, and it could come back to bite me in the arse, or I could be celebrating after every win every Monday. So I'm going for the second. Nice, Patrick. How are you feeling, Brighton at home? You you as confident as Jacob and Ryan? Yeah, I am. You know, so it's a full sweep for Muslot. So, um, Carl, you need to take a leaf out of our book and get more positive, man. <laughs> Like as I say, Patrick, the two, the two times I said we'd lose, we'd win. So I'm doing a little bit of... Yeah, you keep going, So, no, but I think, um, you know what, Ryan, well, Jacob made a good point about the, the Basumas and the Mupes, but I think also it's the other way around in a sense of, I get what you're saying, Jacob, but sometimes when a player like that wants to put on a performance... Tottenham is the perfect team for that. You know, yeah, it's a true, big, yeah. team, big stage. They know they haven't got anything to lose, so why not try? And I bet you Basuma has the game of his life. And even Amupe could have a good game. But mm -hmm. I still think we've got too much for them. And I don't see why we can't beat them. We beat them away. We beat them in the cup. You know, I don't want to... Um, yeah, I think that should be a win. It should be a win. Big up um, to Danny there. Big yeah. up, Danny. Big up, Dan. But yeah, it should be a win. Um, Another full house. Stick to our guns, do what we do best. I don't see why we can't get a win, man. As long as no one does anything stupid, there's no red cards or no silly fending-offs. These should be formalities. Good stuff. So that, that's a full house round against Brighton. Then we get another away day at Brentford, who I think recently they've kind of played themselves safe. They were looking in a little bit of trouble at one point, weren't they? You know, they, they desperately needed a win. They've got a couple so far, and I think that has kind of sealed them another season in the Premier League, which, again, is probably a good thing for us because, again, it means you've got a side there that are not playing with anything possibly on the line by that point. So, Ryan, how are you feeling about Brentford away? I'm, again, going for a win in this one for us because I just think we'll have too much for them. Um, how are you feeling about that away at Brentford? Confident of a win there? Uh, I, probably, I think this one I'll probably have a draw in this one to be honest I think it's going to be a, a I think the emotions might get the best of some of our players especially if Ericsson's on the pitch at the same time a bit of obviously uh, Hoiberg against Ericsson obviously the Danish teammates and you've got the likes of Harry Kane Dyer who know Ericsson and I've seen what he's been through and again it's, a, it's just it's another London derby isn't it they'll, they'll turn up they'll have a full house the fans will be desperate for the win against another London team. It's Ivan Tony's obviously 
started to bang. I don't know, what's he got? Six, six in his last three or yeah, six? He's, in his last he's had a good run recently. Yeah, yeah. went quiet, but has come back yeah. on form a little bit. And you know what? You know what, Carl? Most of these games we've got, I'm exactly like what Patrick is saying about as long as like the fear you've got in this team is someone making a daft decision, whether it's a yeah. sending off. Romero, we think away, you're yeah. we all thinking Romero oh, in this. Yeah. yeah, Romero or Regalon, those are the people for me that I look at and there's always a mistake <laughs> or of a moment of madness. Like Regalon pushing that, um, pushing with Antonio or someone in the face at one point. Mm. On another day, they could look at that and send someone off just to prove a point and make, you know, so just silly little things like that. Yeah, it's, it is one of that. That's the biggest fear with Tottenham. Like I say, you could be... We could be comfortably winning any of these games 2 0 up, and like I say, a regular stupid decision, either, yeah. either, either sending off or giving a goal away, and set pieces as well. I think I'm hoping he's worked on set pieces this week with the likes of Dyer and players who have stayed behind because every time we concede a set piece at the minute, I'm terrified. It's, they might as well have a penalty. But I feel like they've got a penalty when they've got a corner at the minute. It's, it is the life out of me. But no, I'm, uh, I'm, I think we'll draw with Brentford. I think we will drop points in that one. He's gone for a draw. Okay, Patrick, how are you feeling about Brentford away again? Confident that as long as we do what we should do? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I might sound a bit crazy, but I've gone for another win here. And I think that, um, I mean, we're getting to the Leicester one. That's where I think we'll drop points at Leicester. Because otherwise, I'm going like winning. Basically, we'll be Man City or Liverpool if I if I keep. I think Patrick has just got a load of W's next. (laughs) 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 But yeah, no, I think Brentford away. It's a you know it's a tricky one. I know um, Arsenal first game of the season. I know it wasn't the full Arsenal team, but they gave them a real good game. And like Ryan was saying, it's a London derby. They will be well and truly up for it. That's probably their probably their biggest you know, game that they got coming up until the end of the season. Obviously, against a big team at home, London derby, uh, a chance for their you know, home player to see the likes of Son and Kane in the flesh. They'd be up for it, man. So, yeah, just got to do our job. Nothing crazy. No injuries, hopefully. And, yeah, I think we'll get the job done. I think we'll actually batter them, to be fair. Um, oh, confident. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. When you look at it, it should, we, should, we should be able to put them to the sword. Nice. And Jacob, how are you feeling about that Brentford away one? Is is this a banana skin tie or are you like Patrick and feeling a little bit confident on this one? I'm, I'm agreeing with Ryan on this one. I thought that's the one where we'll drop points. This will be, that'll be the one where I just, it, it would be described as Spursy. I can just see it <laughs> because, you, you know, we're going with, let's say we do get the three on the bounce and everyone's talking about Tottenham this, Tottenham that, and somehow we're a point behind Arsenal, but yet we're above them. That'll be the game where Tottenham need to assert... It just feels like that'll be the game that we need to assert our authority on the Champions League position and then we'll end up dropping points there. So I feel that we'll probably get a draw there. But don't ask me why. I just think it's just one of those where... Is it an Ericsson? Yeah, this is it. You know, <laughs> you can only see a one new Ericsson, can't you? You know, last minute free kick, and you'll be thinking, <laughs> well, better, yeah, if it ain't him, if it ain't him scoring, he'll, he'll take a corner, won't he? And everyone kept going on about him not beating the first man. He'll beat the first man, and it'll be Ivan Tony, and you're like, well, everyone will talking about bringing Ericsson back because he can now take corners. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those where. I don't know, in all those games that we've just forementioned, we could easily drop points there because that's how football is, you know. 
You've got teams like Man United. You know, you look at Man City, for instance. That, that if, if you said to a Man City um, fan, you know, towards the beginning of the season, you know, what's your verdict on beating Crystal Palace? You've got Crystal Palace 3-0 light work and then they ended up losing 2-0 at home because the man got sent off. So as much as you can counter for the players that you've got and, you know, the form and the squad, all it takes is for a stupid error or a red card yeah, and yeah. your predictions just pretty much go down the toilet. Okay, good stuff. So now, this is an interesting one. And the one I was very surprised about, Patrick, he wasn't feeling that confident about. We then will face Leicester at home. I'm pretty confident in this game because I think, again, this Leicester side this season, I think at this point in the season, it's pretty much nothing to play for for them. And we kind of know Leicester previous seasons, when there's nothing to play for, they really kind of fall off a cliff. So I'm going to go for a home, confident home win in this one. But Patrick, this is one you're saying you're not feeling too confident about. Yeah, and it's no real reason other than the fact that I've put put us down to win a lot of games. And at some point, just like with any football team, there will be a bad performance or something can happen and not go our way. You know, Leicester were no mugs on their day. If Vardy's fit and the Yacho's on fire, indeed, they've got some good players on that team. It can definitely cause us some problems. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I haven't put it down was down to lose, but I've, you know, a draw. So we dropped some points in that one. Um, no real rhyme or reason, just that at some point the form will dip. We might drop a point or two, and Leicester are probably the best best team out of the lot there to to come to us and play some football and yeah, get a result. Oh, Ryan. So, Ryan, Patrick's not feeling uh, too confident. Are you Are you feeling a little bit more confident about this one, Leicester at home? Where, where are you going with this one? You know, I I think this will probably be our best performance at the lot. You know, I don't I know Harry Kane loves playing against most teams, but his record against Leicester <laughs> loves playing Leicester, and hopefully they they uh, keep going in the Conference League. If they keep going mm. in the Conference League. No, no real place in the Premier League to get European football. If that's their only avenue to European football, then, like I say, the likes of hopefully NDBs and Vardy, who's had injury worries, won't be playing. Maybe a Madison will skip the game. Uh, I'm, I am, I am confident for that one, and that's where I think I think we'll see Harry Kane get a bit closer to Salah in the goal charts in that game as well. I think he'll. I think he, you know. He, you know he's got that in mind as well. Every, we were speaking before we came on air, Carl, about Harry Kane, and he he knows everything that's going on. And what is he now? Is he is he nine, eight or nine behind Salah in the goals? Yeah. It's seven, seven, I think. Seven, yeah. That's that's not. I know Salah's an absolute world class player, and obviously he, he could he could score for fun himself. But you know Harry Kane don't want to finish that far behind the golden boot winner if he doesn't win it himself. So he will be craving. Goals and the teams we're up against, like I say, the Newcastles, the Brightons, the Villas, the Leicesters. Yeah, yeah, he can get he can get doubles. And this is the thing: before we were saying Kane's not scoring in bunches, and he's doing that again now. So you're right, right? And he could have a field day in these games. Yeah, and if he's on form, every everyone in that team seems to suit for. He's like the leader on the pitch, and if yeah. he's if he's in form, it that just brings everyone's confidence up to a different level. So I'm going for a good win in that one as well. And I think he will, like I say, I think he'll get closer to Salah in that game as well. Nice. Great stuff. And Jacob, how are you feeling about Leicester at home? Are you confident in that one as well, like Ryan? Yeah, I think I think we'll do that. I think there'll be loads of goals in that as well. I think it'll be very similar to when we went to the King Power um, 
I hope it's not that dramatic, you know, because I remember watching that at work and we was 2-1 down and I was so pissed <laughs> off. And then I'd only just started a new job and the manager let me watch, you know, let me watch the game. So I just thought, oh, you know, it'd just be a calm one. So then obviously when Bergwijn done his thing, like I ended up jumping out of my seat. And, and he's not letting you realize, watch the team's hint, so I assume. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, none of that, mate, no more. So I went a bit mad. But yeah, I think it'd be the same because I think Leicester have been on, you know, it's been, it's been unfair what's happened to them because they've had Vardy out for a long time. They've had a lot of injuries in key in key areas, you know, for Fana, you know, Sancho. They've had loads of players in and out, and Brendan Rodgers hasn't been able to get a um, a run of form. But then they're still in the conference, and I think for me, they're probably going to go towards getting to the finals. I don't think there's any teams in there that are a threat to Leicester really, apart from Roma. And I think even you know, if Roma and Leicester got to a final, I'd have my money on Leicester to to beat them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, They'll be concentrating on that. Um, Leicester aren't the team that are going to play Tottenham and try and, you know, beat Tottenham because they want to prove a point because there's players there that, you know, I don't think are going to be leaving Leicester. You've got a Madison that might have his intentions of moving elsewhere, but I think he had his uh, opportunity missed when he didn't really get the Arsenal move. You've got Vardy that's trying to, you know, work towards the end of his career. Tielemans, again, is another player that, realistically should be a better team, but I don't think he will. So I just think they'll just be trying to get the games in the Premier League out of the way while they concentrate on Europe. So that, again, that would do us a favour. And I think there'll be loads of goals in that from what I think. It could be, you know, three or four, two in that game, but I think it'll go in our favour. Good stuff, yeah, good so stuff. Good now, this is the tricky one. And again, this is where I see us obviously stumbling the second time to a defeat. And that then we obviously go to Anfield. Now, you know, going to Anfield for Spurs has always been a tricky fixture anyway. But obviously, given the way Liverpool and the way the season's working out and how good they're looking at the moment, I obviously have got this one down as a defeat. But again, that could be a good thing because we all had the City game down as a defeat and obviously one where it was just like, well, it's a free hit weekend. Patrick? Liverpool, Anfield, how are you feeling about that one? Yeah, I've unfortunately gone for an L, so I've gone for a loss. Just got to be realistic. Liverpool are amazing. It's always hard for any team to get a result at Anfield, let alone us. Our record, our record there stinks. So, um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's going to be tough. I'm hoping that, you know, even if, I hate to say this, even if we do end up losing, I hope we actually put a performance in and really yeah. push them to the wire. Um, no shame in losing a game to a team of Liverpool stature, especially away from home. But also at the same time, I don't see why we can't go there and beat them. You guys have got to believe if you want Champions League football, these are the games that you also have to get something out of. Same way we did against City, it's doable. So, you know, I, I have to be realistic and say that we should lose the game, but I don't see why at the same time we can't go and get a result or even beat them. Would you say this is one, Patrick, that a draw... You know, again, a win is obviously a win is beyond expectations, isn't yeah. it? But if you picked up a draw there, oh mate, it's massive. Would be it's, as good as a win, wouldn't it? In a way? The fact that you're getting points on the board and you're also keeping that goal difference level because goal difference is so key. And I'm I'm happy that our goal difference is now pretty much on par with Arsenal's because that is an extra point. If things are as tight as they're going to be, that goal difference will come. <coughs> so if you do get beat, don't get battered. And obviously, if you can get a a result as in get a point and also keep the goal difference neutral 
that's huge, especially at this it's business end of the season, everything yeah. counts. So yeah, it's, it will be huge, Carl. So technically two defeats there. Ryan, are you where do you sit on this one? Are you confident given the Man City game, or are you like me and Patrick and you think, well, actually, realistically, this is probably the one game where we will probably take the L at Anfield with them chasing the title? I'm actually going for the W call against Liverpool. Oh, right. <laughs> as well as toxic there, feeling confident. I, you know, I, don't, I think if Liverpool lose to City, I think that, that's the title done. I think that's. I think if they lose to City, that's it. I think the title will go to City, and I'm just hoping that they're the same as, like I said, Leicester. If if they lose to City, then they all their eggs are in that Champions League basket. That that's that they will do anything to stop City winning that Champions League, especially if they don't beat them to the title. And the last couple of games we played against Liverpool, I mean. The last eight game we played, we should have gone in at half time, three one, four yeah, one. Should have been about three or three one at least. Yeah, uh, I think it was last. Season, I think last season we could have gone in at half time. What Bergwijn missed a couple of chances at the post against them. Now we have, I don't know what it is against City and Liverpool at the minute. We do seem to put in ten out of ten performances, but like like I said, it's always the same. Pat, Pat said it so much about these games tonight. It's their mistakes. If you cut their mistakes out. You've got we've got the players to actually kill teams off. We've got players who can really punish you, and I, I don't know I don't know what it is about that game, but I'm I'm confident for that win, and I think and I do think that that win will get us top four as well. I think if we beat Liverpool, the confidence for the rest of that season will be unreal. <clears throat> I'm going. I'm going all out, Carl. I'm going all out for that game. Yeah, love That's that. I love confidence. That. Love that confidence. Jacob, are you as confident as Ryan or are you going to bring us back down to earth right now? Well, I'm not as confident as Ryan, but um, originally I thought to myself that we'll probably lose this game because Liverpool are superior side, they're a superb side and like their attacking options are mad. But I recently found out that I might be going to that and sitting with my cousin in the cop. And the last time I sat with Liverpool fans uh, to watch Tottenham, we got a draw. So I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick my I'm gonna stick out and say it's gonna be a draw again. I went to the game where uh imagine me sitting with Liverpool fans. There's about that's probably about five hundred of them in that VIP bit and Wanyama scored that long ranger. Oh yeah, I totally forgot where I was, man, and then I literally went mad, looked around, and there's like five hundred Liverpool fans looking at me like what are you doing? Like <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot in uh because they all knew that I was a Spurs fan. I got mobbed when Salah scored that goal. You know when he weaved in out of everybody and scored, yeah, but then yeah. I had the last laugh when Harry Kane got the penalty. So I got a feeling I'm going to have one of those ones again. But you know, last time I was in the VIP bit with the, you know, with the, um, this, this, I got some executive ticket. But then this time, if I do go, I've been asked if I want to go and sit in the cop. So I'm really going to keep my mouth shut. But I don't know how I'll do that if, uh, <laughs> if it's I just can't do it. I got chucked out of Wolves last season, so. Just one of those, but um, yeah, I, I think just because of that, I think we'll get a draw there. I don't, I don't ask me why. It just, it, it just depends. Like Ryan said, Liverpool have to. If, if Liverpool win all their games, I was having a chat with my cousin who supports Liverpool, and I said, you know, what I mean, it's mad. If you actually win all your games, the league's yours. But they have to go to the Etihad where they haven't won for a few years, which you know, not many people have generally. But um, they all yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 
normal procedures, isn't it? <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I, I, it all depends. I think if if Liverpool are sitting top of the league, no matter whether I go or not, you, you probably think you're going to lose that. But I think if it's City still sitting on top of the league and Liverpool still doing the chasing, then I think we could get a draw there. Nice, nice. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about the Arsenal game a bit later because, obviously, we don't know when that's going to be thrown in 100% yet. But then, obviously, after Liverpool, technically, should come Burnley at home. Now, this, I, I can only see a full house coming here. I'd be very confident about that game, Burnley at home. Obviously, the last couple of times we've played them at home, we've really put them to the sword. I can't see anything different this season. Again, I think we'd just be too strong. So, I'll be going for a home win again on that one. Patrick, where do you stand? Burnley at home, too much for them? Yes, sir. Home win again. Sonny and Kane to completely destroy them. Kulicheski doing bits. Ben Tanker running the middle. And I think even the fullbacks will have some joy with Burnley. Um... It would be quite interesting because it might be actually where Burnley need to come and play. They might actually need some points. Yeah. And if you need points, you can't sit back. You have to try and attack us. So I think this one falls perfectly in our hands, especially with like three or four games left. Burnley will need points on the board. So, um, yeah, it's it will definitely be a home win. And um, Sonny and Kane and all the guys will be looking for really put some, you know, put some pelters on the score sheet and scoreboard, really, and push themselves up that assist and um, goal scoring charts. Yep, Jacob, are you as confident with Burnley at home, the home win on that one? Yeah, you know, by then, um, Burnley would probably either be down or fighting or safe. And I think it's more to do with the former. I don't, I don't, I, I just don't, I've got this, I got this feeling that I did feel Burnley a few, few games ago that they'd get out of it. But I just think the, the, the dated football that they played is only a matter of time that you're going to go down because you're, you're the only team that are playing that direct 4-4-2 old school football. And I just think the Premier League and football in general are just not allowing for it anymore. So I think by then, I think they'll either be down or need the points. And either way, that falls into our favour because if they're already down, it'll just be one of those where you have your Dwight McNeil's, you know, even a Ben Mee saying, uh, you know, do I stay in the Premier League and leave Burnley, Tchaikovsky, all these guys? So they're probably take their foot off the pedal knowing that they're going to be staying in the Premier League regardless of a performance in that game. And if we need the game, if we need the points, sorry, then I think I think we get them. Because Burnley, traditionally, even though they've been in the league for quite a long time, they, they traditionally don't travel well. They don't really get many points on the road. It's normally the points that they get to stay up here at Turf Moor. And because they're struggling at Turf Moor now as well, that's the reason they are where they are now. Yeah, and Ryan, are you as confident as the rest of us that this should be a full sweep? Big, and could this be a game again where you see Kane looking to rack up a few goals to get himself close to that top scorer? Yeah, I do. I think it's a. I think it will be another W. And also, like you say, something that we haven't mentioned yet is this goal difference as well. The goal difference is so close with Arsenal. So it's games like Burnley at home, you need to look at that, try and boost that goal difference. And I just want, I want us to thrash him. I just they, they need a fresh after the defeat we talk. And I also want the boys to put on a show for the fans about to travel to Burnley the first time for it to be called off for snow an hour before the kickoff. I want the boys to absolutely thrash them, put on a show. And like I say, this this goal difference could come down to it could be a key part to the end of the season. Because I think we're on plus ten or eleven, Arsenal are plus thirteen, something like that. It's 
very close. So these games, we've really got to not only think about the three points, but when you get in the lead, really, really dominate that. Get, try, aim for the four or the five, at the six, as, as unrealistic as it might be during the game. I really hope that Conte drills that into the players' heads just to make sure. Because it's bad enough we lost out on fourth to Arsenal, but to lose out on goal difference as well, that would be, oh, I don't know. I won't be able to live with myself if we lost them on goal difference. Never mind just losing out to them. So I'm going for another win and a big win as well. I'm hoping for five or six against them. Full house, full house. I like it. Now, last day of the season, away at Norwich. Now, again, they'll be down by that stage. So, again, they'll just, I think right now they're planning for next season. So I can't look anything past, again, another win for us in that one. We go round again. Jacob, are you confident Norwich away last day of the season that we'll go there and convincingly finish their Premier League season for them with another defeat? Just depends what's happening with the top four race because that's the sort of... I, I hate it when Tottenham need to um, win a game on the last game of the season. We've been there before where if we win and Arsenal win, blah, 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 and then Arsenal picked us on the last day. So... I don't need to get to the point where we're in a situation where you're wondering what the players are vet, you know, making sure they elect lasagna and that. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I can't, I can't deal with that. I'd rather have the last day where, you know, regardless of the result, we've we've either secured it or, you know, worst case scenario, we know exactly what's happening in terms of us not making it. But I think again, Norwich, the team we should be beating regardless of the situation but again it's like when I've I've done what you guys have done look for all the fixtures and the amount of W's I've got on there just doesn't make sense for me being a Spurs fan <laughs> you know what I mean because I looked at it and I was like yeah you should win that one by one while the kids are eating dinner and I looked at it and thought all right so Tottenham in the next 10 games are going to drop like sort of three four five points <laughs> well, I hope so you know because I think Con- Conte's a coach that I like how he's trying to drive the fact that we should take this as a we should treat it like a cup and treat it as, you know, progression. And every player should take the stand and understand that if we do all push as a team and you push yourself as a player and we do get top four, or, granted it's not a cup, but that's the sort of mentality that you need to have to go and win the big cups and the big trophies because it's just effectively you're in practice mode, isn't you? You're saying to yourself, if, you, if I say to you top four is a trophy and you go and smash out nine wins out of nine, and you're beating Arsenal, you're beating Leicester, you're beating Liverpool, then when I'm telling you that we need to go and win nine games to go and win a Premier League or a Champions League, that's what I used to do with Chelsea in Milan, and I did it. So you guys need to pick up your mentality and show that a run of games and a run of you know pure determination, that's how, that's how you win stuff. And if you ain't got the determination and you're a little bit limp, that's where you fall into the category of being Spursy. Yep, Ryan, are you confident at Norwich, Carra Road, last night, with everything they'll be on the line that we go and get a win against Norwich? Yeah, I, I, don't, I think it'll be a bit tighter than I usually would. I do think they'll be down. I do think they'll be relegated. But the only reason I think it'll be a tighter game is I think they'll just want to put on a show for the fans' last Premier League game before they go back to the Championship. You know, they'll, they'll fill it out for the last game and they got a big team coming to play them there on the last game. They'll want to put on some sort of show, but I mean, it's I'm the same as obviously the three of you. When you look at the predictions you've given and you think, oh, that's a lot of W's on there. But 
it's you know what we're good enough. That's the that's the worst thing. We are good enough to win these games. Yeah, yeah Liverpool trick. Uh, there's a couple of tricky games in there, but we we're more than good enough to win all these games. Get top four. I think it's just and like I said, we, I can't keep going on about it. nothing. Pat has hit the nail on the head with that. Where it's it is just us. We are the only ones who could yeah. ruin this top four for us. It's, Daft mistakes, bad marking at a set piece, things like that. You just you hope that they can sort some of that out, and the guys are firing up top. And I said we we're more than good enough to win these games, and comfortably as well. Most of them, it shouldn't we shouldn't fear going into any of these games. Liverpool, we should yeah, they're a world class team, but you shouldn't fear going to play Liverpool. That should, a team that good should hopefully up your game as well. It should hopefully bring our big players up to their level. So it's it's going to be a good run, and hopefully, like I say, if we get all these Ws that we're all predicting, then it should hopefully be Champions League next season. Patrick, are you going to full house it here and go Norwich away is another win for us? Yeah, exactly what Ryan said. Exactly what Jacob said. This should be a win. It will be. Yeah, I think uh, pretty much these guys have got their, got it spot on, hit the nail on the head. I don't think we'll blow them out of the water like five or six or 4-0, because they will put on a show and they will have some pride restored. Last game of the season, farewell to all of that stuff. Uh, but we should beat them 2-0, something like that. Um, it'll be a comfortable, we'll say comfortable, it'll be a, a good win uh, and we need it. And, and yeah, I mean, I've tried to be reasonable. I've tried to not overdo it with these games, but I'm looking at them just like, if I'm being honest, these are all games that we should win. Apart from I said Leicester, we drop points and Liverpool, we lose. I don't see why we can't win all these games. And that's why people are saying low-key that Tottenham should make top four because our running is actually really good. We've played a lot of the hard teams already. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to overdo it, but I don't see why we can't. Everything that you guys have said for me is spot on. And I don't see why we can't get right there or thereabouts. So, obviously, before we play that last game, we will have Arsenal fitted in on these fixtures at some point. So that'll be Arsenal at home. So now this this will be the one. This this could make or break top four this fixture, couldn't it, at our place? Um I'm going for a draw purely because I think of what's on the line in this game and the way that that will be the real tense <coughs> we have. And I think the ground itself will be really tense on that day. Patrick, you'll be there. What's your thoughts on the Arsenal home game? Where, where are you going with this one? They'll say, I'm going to go for a draw in this one, which I still think will suit us more than them. What about yourself, mate? I'm going for a win. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's got us nine out of nine. <laughs> I'm going for a win, man. I know it's a London derby. It might be the biggest or tensest, almost tightest derby we've had in... God knows how long, probably my lifetime, to be fair, in the sense of like they're holding this off and they're holding it off and they're doing it on purpose. And this is brilliant for every football fan and every neutral yeah. and, you know, Sky Sports. It's, it's brilliant for everyone apart from us fans, the Tottenham and Arsenal fans. But yeah, they, they, they don't really, I mean, you know, I don't want to jinx it again, like I keep saying, but they don't do well coming to our ground. The best that they do is get a draw. Our guys should be up for it. They know exactly what I mean. Harry Kane loves a North London derby. Sonny always scores against Arsenal. The rest of the boys will be up for it. Romero will be up for it. Hugo Lloris won't let anyone slack. I don't see why we can't beat them. 
Conte as well. People, we haven't really mentioned Conte, a world-class manager. He knows what this game means and he'll know how to, you know, drill us. Dyer again knows what it means. Yeah, I don't see why we can't win this game. I don't see why we can't. Ryan, how are you feeling about that North London derby at home? Are you confident, again, that we'll pick up the points there that, like I say, potentially could push and have a big part to play in the top four battle? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we'll beat them. It's a bit... It's a bit of a back and forth for us and Arsenal, isn't it? I mean, they don't do so well at our ground. We go to the Emirates. We don't do very well there. I think the big, big key thing for us in this game is I think I think the fans are going to get us over the line in that game. A full house, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The the boys will have to beat that, win that game. I mean, they they blew us off for the first game for one one player with COVID. Mikel Arteta has been moaning and whining and bitching ever since about the fixture congestion. Like they've they've had a free week every game this season. They've had one game a week. I don't understand how he has the audacity to even complain when he's the one who called the game off in the first place. His team, his club, called that game off. I, I think there's too much riding on it. I think their young boys will feel the pressure as well. Obviously, they've got a lot rested on Saka, Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Martinelli. They're all young lads. It's it's not it's not going to be an easy ride in that game. The fans are going to really, really get at them. And like Pat said, Kane loves a North London derby. He thrives on scoring against Arsenal. Sonny loves playing them as well. We'll have the uh, the fiery emotion of the South American boys. In a good way, hopefully. Hopefully, no daft. Hopefully, Romero don't crunch Martinelli within two minutes and get a daft bucket. Because you know, he see if he sees that uh, Brazilian winger on that ball, he will go full throttle for him. He don't. He don't care. He's not bothered. So hopefully, uh, hey, win the ball, take him out after. As long as you win the ball and don't get booked, it's fine with that. But now I think. I think Patrick, the rest of the uh, men, women, children in that stadium are going to really drag us over the line in that one. Yeah, you know what? Sorry, Carl, just to to add on to what Ryan said. First game of the season, when Kane wasn't playing against Man City, the the roar and the feel and the buzz in the stadium, it was probably the most passionate I've felt it. And I think it will be the same when we play Arsenal as well. So that will be the 12th man. And I think that will really help us as well. So, yeah, that's a great point from Ryan there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob, are you confident in this one at home, the North London derby? Do you think there's any possibility that, given the fact that where the two sides are, that there could be nerves kicking? And it, or could you see a stumble in this one? Yeah, anything. It's an awful on the derby. Like for me, I'm not even putting my Tottenham hat on. It's the it's the it's the best it's the best game in the league. I don't care what nobody says. You know, it's like you'll get a Liverpool derby, Manchester derby, Liverpool United, Chelsea, West Ham. They they never there's never a boring NLD ever. Like you'll never get a nil nil in that game. So, um, but I'm going for the win on that. I, I always do at home. I I I just feel confident that we'll do. Um, you know, that's the only game in the calendar where I can't be indoors. I can't be, man. I've got to get out because, you know what I mean? People start, the neighbours will start thinking I'm doing something to my family and that because I just go a bit mad. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just, I, I, I can't stand them. But, um, yeah, I'm confident in that. I just think, um, Arsenal are a good side, you know. I'm not one of these uh, Tottenham fans that will sit there and go, because they're Arsenal, they're crap, they're not. Because the youngsters are good. But I just think in that game, it's all going to be about the mentality. You know, you've got your Canes, your Sons. Um, 
you know, Lloris, they've all been there and done it in these in North London derbies that matter, whereas a lot of Arsenal players haven't. You know, you've got Xhaka and you've got Lacazette that have been there, but they're not really the um, players that are carrying the fight for Arsenal. It's the young lads. So, you know, it'd be a tough game. It's just one of those where, you know, your heart goes mad over those games, but I'm confident that we'll beat Arsenal. I'll, I'll, to be honest, I wish we was playing them tomorrow. Forget all the other games. Just, just get Arsenal played. Right now, I'm loving the confidence. I'm loving the confidence. So, that would be all the fixtures. Now, I've got us on my predictions. I'm going for we'll end up with 70 points at the end of the season, and I think we nick that top four by a point. Patrick, are I've we finishing it. top four? Are we nicking it? Yeah, yeah, I've got us on 73 points. Um, I put us as fourth. I didn't even calculate what the other guys would get, but I think with 73 points, we get top four. So, yeah. I think we get there as well. I do. Nice one. Ryan, are you with your predictions backing us to pit them for top four? Uh, I think we'll have it wrapped up by the Norwich game. I don't think I can see them dropping boys. I can't I can't even see Arsenal uh, beating Palace on Monday. I think Patrick Vieira has got his team playing really good football at the minute. They've got Zaha who's playing well. Uh, Michael Elise looks like a right good young player at the minute. He's, he's loving his football. I don't think they'll beat them. I don't think they'll beat Chelsea in the other game in hand. They've still got, I'm sure they've still got to play Man United as well, which if they're still yeah, United, yeah. yeah, that's a huge game for them as well. Yeah, I think come the Norwich game, I think we'll have it wrapped up. Jacob, where do you see us landing? I, I, I did it. I did both of them. So I sat there with a notepad while I was having my dinner and I had, I had both teams on 73 points. So I was Ooh. just like, at the end of the day, what Ryan said about goal difference... That's going to be important. And, you know, as soon as I saw 73 points each, I looked at the goal difference and I think they, I think their goal difference is higher than ours by two. So I was just yeah. like, yeah. you know, when you're playing Norwich, you know, whenever you play anybody, we've, we've kind of got to be cautious but go for the jugular because Arsenal have got goals in them, but they're not really blowing teams away. And when they're scoring three goals, they're conceding. You know, when they played... Um, Watford, they scored three goals and absolutely battered them, but still conceded two goals. So, when we've we've kept quite a few clean sheets recently, to be fair, and we you know we beat uh, West Ham convincingly, Leeds, Everton. So I think if we can continue that same thing with Harry Kane scoring, Son, Kuzelewski chipping in with with the odd goal, um, own goal, as well. goals. yeah, yeah, own goal, yeah, what a signing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he, he's been he's been a great player for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think no matter what, I, I, I'm I'm quietly confident. You know, I was sat there with one of my best mates when I went back down south uh, this weekend, and he was just he first thing he said to me once we had a beer in our hand is like, "What do you reckon?" And he's he he supports Arsenal, and he's we've he's we've been, we've had our rivalry since we we're both nine years old. I've never been overly confident most of the time, but I just sat there with him saying, "You know what? I actually think we're going to do it." And I think I caught him off guard. I just think we're going to do it. I think those fa- those um, fixtures, we've just got to sort them out. And I think I think if we had, if it was the days of Martin Yole and we had those fixtures, yeah. But because we, I think the extra um, beef that we've got is Conte. Like Conte is not going to allow us to play Brighton and get a draw. It's just I think them days are behind us. Yeah, I, yeah. I think their fixtures that they've got cause them a problem. I think, mm. and I think that just helps us with the fixtures we've got and the home games we've got there. And I think, it's like as we spoke with Mickey Hazard the previous week, wasn't it? 
they are games where we're going to have to show a bit of a ruthless streak and try and go for the juggler just to get that goal difference back on our in, in our favour rather than theirs. But like I say, I think it's good to see that we're all quietly confident that we can get this top four over the line. Now, obviously, this will all of what we've spoke about starts this weekend. So we'll be back on Monday and hopefully... If we're all right, and I tell you what, we'll get all four of us back on Monday. Pat, Jacob, are you up for Monday? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah. Right. So all four of us will come back. This will be the first game after our predictions. Now we've all gone for a home win. So we'll all come back Monday and hopefully be chatting about that first home win and we'll set <laughs> ourselves on our way for that top four. So we're going to leave it there tonight. I just want to do the last honours and thank my guests. So, Jacob, just want to say Sterling debut, second debut, mate. And obviously looking forward to seeing you on Monday and hopefully mm -hmm. talking about that first, one of those first Ws that we've all put on our list. Thankfully, yes, mate. 100%. And it'd be, yeah, it's good, man. It's good to have my debut on YouTube. You know, Ryan knows, Pat knows I've been with them before. And it's just, you know, you can wake me up at any, you can wake me up in the middle of the night and ask me a Tottenham question. I'll answer it and go back to bed. That's how I am, man. You know, what I mean, I just like when it comes to Tottenham and football, it's just I live and breathe it. So, anytime you want me on the show, mate, I'm I'm all ears. Perfect, perfect, mate. And again, just say thanks to the two regulars, Patrick. Perfect run out again tonight, mate. And looking forward for Monday. Yeah, loving it, man. Loving the fact that I'm back with you boys, and also literally countdown to the weekend now. So. Uh, uh, you know, Premier League football can't come back soon enough, man. And just, I just need Kane, Son, Kulicheski, Entanka, Romero, Hugo, all back, fit, ready. Ben Davis left the Well squad to come back and train with the boys, which is really yeah, he's back. So, um, yeah, we just need that mentality. Um, and just focus on the job, take each game as it comes. I know these are cliches, but it's there, man. It's it's in our grasp. It's right there. We just need to do what we need to do now. Mm -hmm. Perfect stuff, mate. We'll hopefully be talking and bringing that energy Monday. And Ryan, hopefully you'll be joining us Monday to discuss a win. Oh, hopefully. Like I say, we've we've set we've all set it up now. They can't let us down now. It's on, <laughs> on YouTube now. And I mean, before um, me and Jacob know we on the Friday show we do together. We've got Mark on there. I mean, he predicts thirty-eight wins a season. He's the most <laughs> positive. So to him, it definitely I, does. To hear all these predictions tonight, it will be in fine form for us on Friday. So let's just hope that the boys don't let us down. Like Pat said, one game at a time, that's all they've got to focus on. Get the Ws, keep moving on. If Arsenal drop points, don't worry about them. Just keep focusing on us. Take it game by game. And we're good enough. We're good enough to do it. We've got the squad. We've got the main man in Harry Kane. We're, I'm hoping this shouldn't be a problem now. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Brilliant. Now... Given everything we discussed tonight, anything but a win, you might not see us Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely be back Monday. Appreciate everyone in the comments. Toxic, excellent stuff, mate. We'll catch you guys on Monday. And last thing to say, come on, you Spurs. For Spurs fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Tottenham videos and podcasts. Download the free Coys app now from the App Store and Google Play.